Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the California Golden Bears, who last season went 4-8 and and 2-7 and in the Pac-12. Um, another rough season uh, for the Golden Bears, and, and it's, uh, I don't want to say it's become normal because that just a handful of years ago they were bowl eligible for uh, a number of years. Uh, but under head coach Justin Wilcox, this could be a make or break year for him and for this program. Uh, it's becoming uh, difficult for them uh, to to compete at, uh, at the same level as some of the other uh, California schools and uh, It'll be just it's just gonna be really really interesting moving forward to watch and see how they handle uh, things from an NIL perspective and uh, I'm a real fan of Cal Memorial Stadium I and I know I've had this conversation with a couple other people I think it's the best uh, California school impact 12 California Stadium um, just and I, and I know there's some people that might not agree with that but I think the stadium is fantastic. Uh, the setup is beautiful. Where it's located is beautiful, um, but that's not, nonetheless uh, a story for a different day. But uh, this team has a tough non-conference schedule, a tough Pac-12 schedule, uh, but still an opportunity for them to do some uh, do some things and to climb up the ladder potentially. They will be improved. So let's go ahead and dive into the breakdown. I already mentioned they play at Cal California Memorial Stadium, which seats 63,000 fans. Uh, beautiful, beautiful atmosphere. Beautiful place for a game. Uh, as a stadium traveler myself, I can't wait to get to Cal Berkeley uh, down the road to uh, to visit. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful stadium. And, and this will actually be um, the 100th year of the stadium as it opened in uh, 1923. So just a real, real awesome gem of a stadium, really, uh, based off of where it's located. And just, uh, uh, I think everybody's kind of seen how the stadium kind of sits um, and fans can sit in trees and watch down. It's just a beautiful, beautiful atmosphere and one that I can't wait to get to uh, down the road, like I said, as a stadium traveler. Looking at a coach on the rise within the program, I'm going with uh, defensive back coach uh, Terrence uh, Terrence Brown. Sorry, uh, he he came to Cal in 2022. He's a young coach, uh, gets a great opportunity to coach some good players there. He served as the assistant DB coach at Washington from 20 to 21. Uh, he was the cornerbacks coach at Vanderbilt in 1819. Um, Washington defensive GA from 15 to 17. Then he was the cornerbacks coach at FCS Cal Poly in the spring of 2015. Uh, played at Stanford from 2009 to 2012. Was on the Cincinnati Bengals in uh, 2013, undrafted free agent. Um, who, who, like I said, he's he's risen up the ranks uh, pretty quickly as a young coach. Of course, playing at a high level helps, and uh, really looking forward to seeing what he's able to do. Uh, continuing in the coaching ranks the young coaches who played at a high level i think are are tend to be very successful because 
especially younger ones like himself where he can relate to the players really well and he played at a high level got an opportunity in the nfl so he can really share a lot of great things with the current players that he's coaching uh, looking now to the cow bears schedule they open up at north texas that's going to be a tough game it's on espnu north texas is going to be ready for that it's not every day they get a power five team coming into denton texas so huge opportunity for those guys so cal's got to be ready to play because north texas definitely will be then they turn around the following week they host auburn so that's going to be a, obviously a tough matchup auburn should be much improved under hugh freeze and like i said a tough non-conference schedule then they play fcs foe idaho who's going to have who's going to be much better this season and uh, has an opportunity to make the playoffs at the fcs level so three Pretty tough non-conference games. I mean, Idaho, yes, they should win that game, and they they have to win at North Texas. Um, and then you jump into uh, Pac-12 play. They go to Washington, host Arizona State, go to or host Oregon State, go to Utah, host USC, go to Oregon, Washington State, at Stanford, and at Cal, at UCLA. Sorry. So uh, looking at the schedule, I mean, going to Washington, to Utah, to Oregon, to UCLA, extremely difficult. They play. Uh, arch rival Stanford on the road. The, the Pac-12 is going to be tough this year, especially at the top. Uh, the top of the Pac-12 is really, really good this year. And uh, again, it's going to be really interesting to see how Cal manages this. They did a great job in the transfer portal, added a ton of talent. The team will be improved, but does that improvement lead to more victories and climbing up the ladder in the Pac-12? That's the thing to watch uh, because it, it, it's going to be difficult for them. Shifting the breakdown now, uh, offensively, starting at the quarterback position, uh, the QB position sees multiple uh, portal additions that will compete uh, for the starting role. Ben Finley started two games at NC State last season, and then TCU transfer Sam Jackson seems to be the perfect fit for new offensive coordinator Jake Spivetal's uh, offense. He's he's coming back to Cal. Uh, was there previously under a different regime and did really, really well during his time there. And he recently was the head coach at Texas State. Uh, but Jackson is an elusive, mobile, athletic quarterback with a strong arm who, like I said, fits the system really well and could do some really, really good things here. And he's from my neck of the woods, uh, Naperville, Illinois. Went to Naperville Central, Bolingbrook. I uh, competed against both of those high schools when I was in high school here. So... Uh, know where he's from for sure. Uh, the running back room adds a plethora of transfers to go along with the return of 2022 star freshman Jaden Ott, who had 897 yards rushing. He's a really, really nice back. But they've added uh, some really good pieces. The additions of Justin Williams-Thomas from Tennessee, Byron Cardwell from Oregon, Isaiah Afonso from, from FCS Montana State, and King DeRoe from Purdue give this position amazing depth i saw king DeRoe last year uh, for purdue in a game in person and he had a pretty decent game i thought against a good against a good team too so i'm interested to see what he can do i really think there's a lot of good depth here and like i said jade Knott is a really good returner returning piece i should say so the the amount that they have here from a transfer portal perspective really gives this uh position some great depth uh, the receiving core uh, return, uh, returns talent at the wide receiver position. Jeremiah Hunter was second-team All-Pac-12 with 60 catches, 965 yards, and five touchdowns. 
Maven Anderson and Monroe Young also have experience. Then the additions of tight ends, uh, JT Byrne from Oregon State and Asher Alberding from North Texas. And I always think it's really interesting when a program adds a player uh, from a program that they're going to be playing in the non-conference schedule. North Texas is going to have a lot of different pieces this year, but still adding somebody who was there, I always find that very interesting. And then they've also added uh, wide receivers, Brian Hightower from Illinois, Taj Davis from Washington, and Marquise Montgomery from the Juco ranks. Huge additions there. I think Hightower could do some really good things here in this offense. And Montgomery was a big-time Juco prospect, uh, top five wide receiver in the junior college ranks last season. The offensive line returns all five starters from last season, but must improve after giving up 31 sacks. Um, having Jackson back there at quarterback will help with that because he will be able to elude uh, some of those sacks and then scramble and get out of there. So the number should decrease, uh, if nothing else, because Jackson's athletic and can get out of it. But also having five starters back, they, they should be better. Um, they should be more uh, used to it, more cohesion, and should be able to get it done. Center Matthew Sindiri, uh, right guard Siope Vatakani, left guard Brian Driscoll, right tackle TJ Sessions, and left tackle Brandon Rome all have great experience. And then the additions of uh, Barnett Miller from Stanford and Matthew Wyckoff from Texas A&M are massive, giving some great depth there. Shifting to the defense now, <clears throat> the defensive line returns valuable experience. Ethan Saunders, Ricky Leoria, and uh, Nate Burrell have good experience. And also watch out for Nate, uh, like I already said, Nate Burrell, who is returning after missing back-to-back -back seasons with injuries. He was an NFL prospect prior to that time. Uh, the linebacking core returns solid playmakers. Jackson Sermon, 104 tackles. He was a first-team All-Pac-12 member. Miles Jernigan, Xavier Carlton, and uh, Nuala Ufasa, and, and then Caleb uh, Florence Orr return. The additions of uh, Sergio Allen from Clemson, Titan Jala from, from the Juco ranks, and uh, David Reese from Florida are massive. And then the secondary returns valuable pieces and cornerbacks Isaiah Young, Colin Gamble, Jeremiah Irby, and Lou Magia Hearns, along with safety Craig Woodson uh, and uh, Raymond Woody. Uh, the additions of Noel Williams from UNLV, Kylan Moore from Colorado, Patrick McMorris from San Diego State, and then Marcus Scott from Missouri provide great depth there. Expect McMorris and Williams to uh, step right into the starting rotation. Shifting to special teams now, kicker. Uh, Michael Luckhurst uh, takes over the position and hopes to follow in his father Mick's footsteps. His father was a, a great kicker, played in the NFL, ha had a fantastic career, so big shoes to fill, but obviously looking to do just that. Then punter Lachlan Wilson uh, transfers in from Tulsa and has plenty of experience at the position. Final analysis now, this is my opinion of the Golden Bears heading into the season. I already said this before, but this is a make-or-break year for head coach Justin Wilcox. He has gone all-in on the transfer portal with key additions uh, across the board. Uh, a tough non-conference schedule and uh, Pac-12 schedule could make it difficult to climb the ladder in the Pac-12. But they will be an improved team. So the fact that they're improved doesn't lead to an increase in the win total. That's yet to be seen. 
but like I said, this is this is a team that's going to look a lot better. Uh, they're going to be in in games and competing against the upper echelon teams, and, and I firmly believe that they're going to be able to compete with them. Do do I know if they're going to be able to beat them? That's the question. Uh, that that only time will tell. And they have a they have a stiff test to start at North Texas, and they host Auburn. So we're going to find out very quickly where the Cal Golden Bears are at um, as as they make a tough road trip to a G5 team who's going to be ready for them, and then they play an SEC program who's been there and done that and was going to be very much improved from their, from last season. So we'll find out right where this Cal team is pretty early on. So hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, please like, subscribe, if you ever listen to podcast, get the podcast, Twitter account, follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.